What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Crash Cast. This is the second episode. My name is John, and I'm with attorney Mike Levine. And yeah, we're getting back into it because we remembered what our saying was if you don't speak up, you are a part of the problem. So don't be complacent, speak up. <laughs> Anyways, so hey, I'm Mike in. Levine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's dive into it. So, Mike. We were diving into what your law firm was a little bit last week, and we got off on a tangent of just the Black Lives Matter movement and what's going on in the world. But let's kind of dive into, you know, what 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 does your law firm even do? Because you, you, you used to work as a partner with somebody, and all, you know, when I even met you, and before I even really used you, you were just a lawyer. Like, that's like if I needed law help, I would have just came to you. So like, even if I got arrested, I probably would have came to you, but I probably shouldn't come to you. Wouldn't you say? Depending. No, on no, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. not. No, I wouldn't say that, man. If you have a good friend who's a lawyer, then we know probably who the best lawyers are to help you in certain situations. So I wouldn't say don't contact your lawyer friend. Um, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I wouldn't represent myself in a divorce. And if I, you know, if I murdered someone, I certainly wouldn't want to be my own criminal defense attorney, but, um, <laughs> uh, which might, which is, which is less probable than it used to be given the yeah. current political client <laughs> climate. But anyway, um, you know, but I mean, I know who to call, you yeah, know, and yeah, I know a little sure. bit about those things, you know, I can tell you, I mean, I'm, I used to scream at the TV when cops was still on, you know, don't talk, don't talk. I mean, I, <laughs> I know the basics. So Is no, I wouldn't say don't No, they could, they got rid of it, man. They needed to, it was a ridiculous yeah. show, but, um, uh, you know, I, I would say, yes, call your lawyer friend, you know, before you do something stupid, because I mean, I'll give you a, for example, I have my, the person who, and I know it doesn't seem like it, but I do have a personal trainer <laughs> and, um, Anyway, she had a little problem with regarding to her licensing and stuff like that. And and that's not my specialty, but I happen to have a real dear friend up in Raleigh who that is his specialty. So, you know, when she was fretting over this and freaking out, she asked me about it and I said, hold on, let me touch base with this guy. He said, Hey, give her my cell phone number, which I thought was odd. Cause I mean, this dude doesn't give me his cell phone number, but, yeah. um, but he, you know, and she contacted him and probably a week later he got back with her and, uh, and you know, now she feels better. So, cause she's got somebody who knows everything about licensing and you know, whether it's a law license, a builder's license or whatever, you know, who can handle a situation. I mean, so no, I wouldn't say that wouldn't not call my law lawyer friend. I mean, as for what I do, we know, well, we don't know, I guess at my firm and I've always done this and, and in law school, I'll tell you, this is the truth. I would have said, no way. I'm never going to be a personal injury lawyer never going to do that. I'm not going to be an ambulance chaser, but you know, now I wear that badge proud because I mean, I've seen the, the devastation that crappy insurance companies throw on people. And if you, if you don't believe me, just look up bad faith, any insurance company there is out there on the internet and they'll get Google you a million stories about how terrible they are. But, um, yeah, what I do is, you know, personal injury, which deals with car wrecks, um, truck wrecks. We're really heavy into that uh, brain injuries, uh, birth injuries, um, which would be medical malpractice, which all my doctor friends will 
uh, which I've had very few these days, but they'll freak out and be like, Oh my God. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm like, whatever, man, don't mess up. And you won't, I won't call you. And, um, we do work comp, you know, which is, uh, you know, devastating to people that get injured on the job. And then of course the next thing that happens to them is, you know, no matter how great a worker they were, no matter how many years of devotion they put into this company, they're, kicked to the side and Fair they man. got a, you know, <laughs> they got a horrible injury. They're kicked to the side. They got no money. And, you know, and so, uh, we do, we do that. And, uh, I mean, practically anything that deals with suing an insurance company, I pretty much do it, you know, yeah. but, um, those are the main themes. Hell, I got a, I'm suing a business partner of a friend of mine. Cause he's a real asshole. You know, <laughs> I mean, and he needs it, <laughs> you know, oh, so, man. but I mean, that's not my, that's not what I normally do, you know, yeah. but yeah, normally we, we, we help people who are injured in car wrecks, try to get their life back together. Cause there's yeah. a lot of pitfalls. I mean, and that's what I've done when I was with my prior law, the law, the first law firm I started and I did that when I opened my own law firm with my first partner, that's what we did. Um, oh, that's not going to make me happy. Um, sorry. And, uh, and that's what I've done in, in this law firm, you so, know, so. Well, well, what would you say? So like, I'm a 23 year old. I'm not 23. I turn 27 next week, but I'm a 23 year old. <laughs> I get, I get, into I'm 35. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely 35, especially if you're not watching this video. Um, so I get into a car accident. I'm not really injured. Um, I get rear ended. I'm not, I don't think I'm really injured. Right. Um, insurance companies calling me about an hour after what, what should I do? Cause like, I always, it's always that quick instance of like, well, I'm not really hurt. And like, I don't really want to put this guy out. Like the insurance company said, they're going to pay me. Like, how should I handle that situation? And I, well, I don't think I'm hurt, you know? Cause like, what's the repercussions, right? Well, first of all, um, I've never heard of an insurance company calling anybody up like an hour later and saying they're going to pay anybody. I mean, what they like to say is, Hey, we'll take care. Or first they'll ask you, are you okay? Which yeah, is yeah. not a really an, an hour after any wreck is not a good time to assess your injuries, you know, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of adrenaline involved in someone. I mean, the first thing that most people think right after a, a wreck is, did that just happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, they're not even there. And then they're like, Oh crap, my car, you know, and, and their, their adrenaline's fired up. So they don't really, they can't really assess themselves very well anyway. Um, so I, that's, a, but, it, but I'm sure enough, half an hour later, somebody from an, an insurance company is probably going to call them and ask them, are you okay? Is everything fine? Hey, let me, um, we're going to take care of everything. We're going to, fix your car. And by the way, we'll send you over this release and, and we'll give you $500 right now. And, and, and then we'll pay your reasonable medical bills. And you're like, Oh man, these guys are great. You know, I'm not even hurt. I'm gonna get $500. I'm gonna pay my reasonable medical bills. Well, you know, then you wake up the next day or in the middle of the night with a terrible pain in your back or some feelings that you haven't ever felt before. And you're like, crap, you know, what am I going to do? Well, don't worry. We're still going to give you $500 and pay your reasonable medical bills. Well, I don't know how bad I am, but the minute you sign those documents and you take that $500 check, if you've got a 
disc problem that's going to cost you a surgery and keep you out of work and or keep you you know for you know in pain for some long period of time they're not going to pay for that because yeah. i promise you that car can be demolished but no no bill that you have is reasonable which is yeah. which is the funniest thing i've ever heard i mean i get we we of course would advise you not to talk to them and to get an attorney you know and at least of course wait a week to assess your um uh assess your injuries you know before you did anything like that but the the fact of the matter is is the craziest thing i see is when this when people come to us and what we do of course is we handle the insurance company so you don't have to talk to them because you're talking no matter how uneducated they are they've got a script on how to make you say things that will either get it make it not your fault i mean and or make you not injured okay yeah but what about what about like when i want to go get assessed and i don't i don't really have the money dude like i don't have the money to go into a chiropractor so what well, do i do most most chiropractors will treat on liens if you're represented, you know, yeah. and, 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 and most, and a hospital can't refuse you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it, it's particularly bad in North Carolina cause you know, we don't, you know, we don't have like no fault insurance here. So, you know, and, and there's a lot of people uninsured. So, you know, it is hard for people to get, um, to get treated if they're not taken from an ambulance and admitted to the hospital. But I mean, we can help you with that. I mean, we know people, there are also funding companies that we can hook you up with so they can actually, so they'll actually, you know, pay for your medical care at certain places. So, I mean, I wouldn't let, I mean, there's a commercial going on about, I think the guy down running in South Carolina, Jamie M. Harrison against, uh, devil Lindsey graham uh who <laughs> where he says he talks about his father didn't go to the doctor because he didn't have you know money and that that was really personal to him um so that so having you know affordable health insurance is really important um well that is and that's just something i kind of wanted to bring up because it's like that was a big fear of mine but i didn't really panic because i think i called you when i had gotten hit by a car uh, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I got hit by a car. And when I got hit by a car, like, I was like, should I get in the back of this ambulance? And you're like, heck yeah. Like, get, like, dude, you're missing seven teeth. Like, get in, go get checked out. Cause like, you don't, you don't really know what's going on. And I, and I guess it's just immediately like the, the, when I was 23, 24, and I did get hit by a car. That's just going through my head of like, how am I going to pay for this? Like, I've just, what am I going to do? Um, and so, yeah, well, I mean, I would like, hope that honestly, I'd hope that never, I hope, I mean, I know it is, I know it is a concern and it is a sad state of this country and the affairs of this country that people have an issue with going to the doctor when they're injured. But you know, if someone hits you or you're in a car wreck, I mean, you need to go to be assessed, you know, and you didn't call. Sure. And if you call an attorney, if you call a person, just be like I was saying a minute ago, call, if you call an attorney that actually specializes in this, you know, then we can help you. You know, be, be leery because there are a lot of attorneys that will try and help you that don't know what the hell they're doing. But if yeah. you have a friend of yours, you know, or you then if you, and if you don't have a friend of yours, then look for a reputable person who handles car wreck cases and, and talk to them. But the funniest thing I was going to say, I see is when I, once we, cause what we do is we, we try to help you get care, 
once you get the care, once you're finished treating, we put all these things, all this big package of pretty pictures and the, the rack and everything together. We send it to the insurance company. And the thing we get back from the insurance company is, well, your bills are too high. I mean, and I'll just tell you one thing when I have, cause I was picked up off the ground after a bicycle wreck. All right. Yeah, yeah. And they put me in ambulance. I had a damn choice. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't ask anybody what this was going to cost. I mean, that, yeah. that was the last concern on my mind. I'm sure that when anybody goes to the ER, because you go to the ER because you are in pain and you have nowhere else to go, that you do not say, wait a minute, how much is this going to cost? I mean, that's not a concern, you know? And if the, if, if the price is too high, certainly we'll talk, we'll talk to the hospitals. Hospitals give us breaks all the time. I mean, they're not really a fun people to deal with, but you know, we can work on this thing, but it's always just funny to me for them to say, well, this person charged you too much for an MRI and this person charged you too much. Well, sorry. Sorry. I just, that wasn't my concern. You know? Yeah. I need the insurance (laughs) company to go to the coffee shops down the road and just be like, yeah, you guys are charging too much for this latte. You're like, absolutely paying too much i i agree within reason you know like i don't want to pay ten dollars for a cup of coffee i mean that's kind of the thing that that's what we do i mean that's what we're there for we like to tell people listen call us let us handle the insurance company and you handle getting better and if you need a little help getting better maybe maybe we have a doctor who will see you i mean it's a it's a sad look it's sad affair with doctors that they've they've so been incorporated and bought up by these corporations that they can't that a lot of times they won't even help i mean a lot of times they won't take your health insurance which is unbelievable because i don't even think they have that's like a choice right oh you're in a car wreck so i can't take your insurance i'm not going to see you well thanks doc you know (laughs) for everybody listening if your doctor says that get a new doctor (laughs) there's that let me tell you something about doctors despite what people say if you know you step on one when you walk out your door. There are so many of them. And there's yeah. going to be one out there who is reputable, who actually takes his uh, Hippocratic Oath seriously and will help you. So get another doctor if your doctor says that. I mean, that's easy. You know, walk next door. There's probably 15 in the, in the building that he's in. I mean, yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's generally, you know, what we do. We say, hey, you get better. Let us handle these assholes who are about to try to rip you off on your car and make you feel like some, for some reason it was your fault. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we get a lot of times when we get to the end of these things and we have to file lawsuits and the other side that we file lawsuit about is like, they're going, what? You didn't, you, you don't want to pay his hospital bill. (laughs) You know what? Is that why I got sued? Is that why I'm sitting here? Listen, this attorney, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, we get that. And then sometimes don't get me wrong. Insurance companies, just like politicians are good about bringing people into their narrative and saying, this guy just wants, you know, to, 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 to retire off of you, which is never the truth. You know, I mean, we clearly know we're not going to retire. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some injuries out there that will retire you. Um, yeah. chances are there won't be enough insurance in those cases for you to, um, to retire, which is another thing that we like to do is advise our clients about making sure that they actually have enough insurance. Cause I don't know how many times I've sat in that room talking to someone and they're like, well, I'm good. I got full coverage. I mean, what their full coverage is a minimum policy limits, um, liability collision policy. And I'm like going, that's yeah, you're covered for the minimum 
of everything. Well, what would you recommend to somebody? Like, obviously you can't give like me a specific spiel over here, but like, cause this would take ages, but like if somebody was like, Hey, you know, cause like when it comes to the insurance companies, they're probably just going to sell you whatever you think you want. Like, and that's, they're going to sell you the, they're going to sell you the least amount of insurance for the most amount of money. Well, so what do we do? How do we find out what insurance that we need? Like, is it educate yourself? Yeah. You, know, you educate yourself. Hell, call me. You, you oh, go. We offer yeah. that service all the time. You can call, you can call attorneys and ask them. I mean, yeah. they'll tell you, you call, call a personal injury attorney. They'll tell you, you need to get, look, you need to make sure at least you have a, a 100, 300 policy, which is a policy that pays up to $300,000, 100 per person in the vehicle that, you know, because you got to remember one thing, a lot of people, here's a, here's another thing with insurance. We could go on a whole spill on this, but a lot of people say, well, I got rid of my collision because my car's paid for. Well, is your wife paid for? Are your kids paid for? Because if the accident's your fault, that insurance can help them. Yeah. You know, it, guess what? It, well, well, that'll make my, my insurance go up. Well, your insurance is going up if it's your fault, if you just smashed into somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so you might as well make the claims for your kids and your, and your wife on it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what you're covering. That's what you're protecting. Not this piece of shit car you paid for over the last 15 years. You know, I mean, that's just yeah. a hunk of metal, you know, I mean, you can, that's easily replaced. It, well, yeah. it, it, I guess it's not easily replaced, but it's a lot easier to replace than your kids and your wife, you yeah. know? So I mean, um, you can just go down the road and replace that where I don't think, I mean, it takes like nine months and you will never get the same person so I don't, I don't <laughs> well <that> <laughs> yeah but, but but i mean you know so i mean you need to have a minimum amount of coverage i mean in north carolina you know we have what's called med pay and not what they call pip in other states which i can like i said go on a thing i could talk about this stuff forever but you know north carolina you want to have about five thousand dollars worth because it's on your own coverage and it pays your medical bills dollar for dollar as you get them right of course you're yeah. gonna have a fight about that so you might as well call an attorney about that too um I, myself, I tie an umbrella to my, what's called UIM, which is uninsured and your U and your UM, which is underinsured motorist coverage, because the chances are the person that hit me is the moron who got the lowest amount of policy for the dollar. Right. And, and we all know you're talking about three, you know, one to five ton vehicles when you're just talking about cars and a lot worse when you're talking about trucks then if you get in a really bad wreck thirty thousand dollars ain't a whole lot of money you know what i mean so you yeah. want to have something on your own policy to protect you when this person hits you you know so you want to make sure that your at least your limits are also your 100 300 is your own uim uim but i don't think 100 is enough i mean hell i see this every day people we see it every day guy a family of three gets uh, uh what is it called i can't think right now head on collision the dad's in the hospital awake he's got you know three thousand or three hundred thousand dollars worth of bills he may not never maybe never come out of it the what the mom's down at another hospital got a bunch of bills the kids got a bunch of bills and that, this guy's got a 30 60 policy i mean that means there's sixty thousand dollars for three people and no you am no you am you know yeah. And then so you, so I tie an umbrella to it because I think highly of myself and my children. Right. And, and yeah. my insurance allows me to do that. And I put a million dollar umbrella on top of it, you know, 
Well, insurance is just a funny thing, man. Like I, I got my first taste of it when I turned 26, got the good, got the good fresh boot off the parents, health insurance, didn't really understand it. Break my collarbone without insurance because, um, well, I was told that I couldn't sign up for insurance because I was out of a 45 day window. And uh, of so it wasn't a need. Um, so I couldn't sign up for it until that next month when the, the I guess, insurance opened its doors to allow people to sign up for it. Um, so my insurance didn't kick in until January. I signed up for it in November. I broke my collarbone in December. Um, anyways, I go through that. That's a whole mess. And then a couple months down the road and I could have swore I had dental insurance. My insurance card says I have dental insurance. Um, my tooth starts to hurt and come to find out from when I hit my head, I killed a tooth. I had an abscessed tooth. It got, it died. I hey, hey well, let me stop you, which is a good reason why you don't want to take $500 yeah. for your car wreck. Cause you don't know yes. <laughs> what's down the road. Yeah. And that was like, you know? <laughs> I would say three months after, like I was out of a sling. I, collarbone was good. Um, so it was December 6th, probably like February 20th or so, maybe even into March, my tooth died. Uh, I go to hand my insurance card to the dentist and they pretty much laughed at me and they're like, dude, this isn't, you don't have dental insurance. I was like, what are you talking about? So I call my insurance company and they're like, oh, uh, you do have dental insurance. It's for anybody under the age of 18 on the policy. And I'm like, well, the policy is just for one person. She's like, yeah, yep. If anybody's under the age of 18 on that policy, that, that, you should have just start doing math in your mind right then saying, okay, well I was born in uh, you know. yeah, and it's like, it's like, what are you talking? Like, why is that even a thing? Like, I don't have kids. I never signed up for it. Why do you even have this on my policy? So like, there's so many weird things about the insurance companies and the well, way they look, man, insurance, around, man. the insurance industry is a terrible, terrible look. I, I'm, we're on off on another tangent here, but I'm yeah. honestly, any healthcare for profit is a terrible idea. We're the only only yeah. industrialized nation in the world that does this. We know it's a terrible idea. We know it's a you know a democratic establishment Republican perfect storm of love because they pay these guys fortune so they can keep ripping off the American public. But we all know it's a bad idea. But back yeah. on this situation. I mean, I would like for everyone listening to this to address the situation before this happens to you, because you do not want to find out from your lawyer that, hey, man, I realize you got $200,000 worth of medical bills, but guess what? It's a 30-60 policy, so I got $30,000 for you, and I can't really even give you a break from my attorney's fee, because the law requires that if I give you a break from the third I'm going to take, I got to give it to the medical care providers. So here's yeah. your $10,000. Thanks for playing. And, you know, go write a bad review for me because I couldn't do anything about it. Because generally people, people, generally everybody's living above their means and nobody has any money beyond that. I mean, that's what folks, yep. I mean, so we can't really do anything about that, but we, but we can't, but what we can do is maximize what you do. What I mean, in those situations, we can maximize what you get. I mean, cause we can make deals with the insurance company. We can get, you know, work with Medicare, Medicaid. We can do that. You know, you need somebody doing that for you, you know, and that's yeah. another thing. That's another kind of service. that's kind of in, that kind of melts itself into what we do. I mean, you don't want to be handling that, that stuff. You want to be worried about getting better. And like, for the most part, a lot, you know, I know a lot of doctors, especially in comp. So if you got a problem, I know who the turds are and I know who the ones who, I mean, 
look, there's good doctors and bad doctors, just like there's good mechanics and bad mechanics and there's good, you know, lawyers and nurses, bad nurses, good, good lawyers, bad lawyers, just good of all these things. I see so many results and I see so many, you know, records. I know who the people are turds. You know, I can say, Hey, what? Even look, even if my friends call me and say, Hey, I just got, I got to have my knee operated on. I can give them pretty much a top 10 list of people to work on their knee. All right. Maybe had nothing to do with the car wreck or anything else, but I know, you know, Hey, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm an equal opportunity player here. I mean, I'm, I'm, if someone, someone may have a bad bedside manner and be bad to deal with in a, in a car wreck act situation because they don't want to be deposed. They don't want to be work. You know, they don't want to enter this litigation scenario and be a good doctor. And I can tell my friends that I can tell people that, Hey, this person's a great doctor. Their bedside manners for shit. I mean, I want to punch him in the face every time I see him, but they're a great doctor. So, I mean, yeah. I, I can weigh all the variables. I mean, that a lot of people can't because a lot of people walk into their doctor's office and feel, feel freaking helpless. You know, that's why yeah. they're all taking a shit ton of medicine they don't need. And, you know, <laughs> rather than just maybe like eating healthy <laughs> and exercising. Having a salad you know? Taco Bell, yeah. Just- yeah, I mean, so it's one, it's one of those things, you know. I would yeah. never make it as a plastic surgeon because I would be like, yeah, you don't need me. You need a, you need a, a trainer and a dietitian, you know, and then come back to me later. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, why would you want me to chop on your body? You know, I mean, yeah. when, when, and put you're you just going to put you at risk when anyway, you'll yeah. be fine if you yeah. just go do these things. Yes. I know they're not instant, you know, but gratif- anything good never comes in inst- instant, except for maybe winning the lottery. Right. Even which then, I've man. failed to do yet. Yeah, I, was about to <laughs> I don't say. know, man. Don't tell me whether the lottery is not instant good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have you done it yet? <laughs> no. It's not being instant. <laughs> yeah. How long you been playing? <laughs> if it happens, it's instant good. Hey, but, but yeah, like I mean, that's say, what we practice did. Practice makes perfect. Because, I mean, you got to realize that the insurance industry makes money by not paying out claims, especially in truck wrecks. We're starting to... Um, I'm starting a kind of a business venture with a good friend of mine who, who yeah. has some uh, 1-800 numbers it's, uh, and he operates on, you know, he operates these throughout the country. So if you're watching this from, you know, a different state other than North and South Carolina, you wouldn't get me if you called this number, but you know, it's 1-800 truck wreck, you know, and, uh, but you might, but you get a good lawyer. I mean, there's a lady running this out of Texas. Who's awesome. And lady out of Florida. Awesome. But, um, yeah, I mean, you get involved in trucks. I mean, you, you realize these people get hit. The, the trucker will get out of the car if, if, if he hasn't killed you or made you unconscious and, and ask you to fill out, you know, some paperwork about what happened. Like, and you're just, and these people stupidly just fill this stuff out. Like, like he's some authoritarian person. And that's cause he just got because the first, his first phone call was to his company. Their first phone call was to the insurance company. And that next phone call was to what they call a, rapid response team that comes out to that truck rack to make sure that everything that they can hide can be hidden. (laughs) So, and nobody says anything they shouldn't say. Now you gotta, I'm telling you, man, you gotta have an attorney in this situation. You're not going to figure it out yourself. I don't care how smart you are. You know, I mean, I'm not going to figure out astrophysics, you know, I didn't study it, you know? So if I got an astrophysics problem, I better call somebody. Like you yeah. got a legal problem like this, you better call an attorney because they're going to have it. They're going to protect yeah. themselves. They do not want to pay. They do not want to pay you. 
Yeah, I mean, that's but... to think about. Like, well, the fact that that guy just got into an accident and has the capacity to even just get out of the car and be like, hey, here's a form. You know, uh, just, <laughs> oh, you're damn like, right, that's man. how that's how you that's how you know you're getting hit by something big. Like you're getting hit by and the, the the opposing guy is literally getting out of the car and just be like, Hey, can you fill this form out for me? And it's like, dude, were you not in the same accident I was just in, man? Like I'm I'm not all there. Hey, I'm I, I'm telling you, man, they're they're trained. And you I mean, and honestly, how could that look, even be legal? It's they dude, man, they can do whatever they want. Let me tell you something. If you see, if you see a lot, you know, a lot of things I see is there was a witness and the witness is gone. If you see an accident like this, just think about this. Would, wouldn't you want the person who saw it and saw what happened to come to your aid? Do you really yeah. want, I mean, a lot of times we get, we see the intersection collisions and things like that where they instantly, I mean, say, well, it's not our fault. You know, you can't prove anything. We have to go out to, we go out to businesses that are close to there because you'd be this is scary too you'd be surprised how many cameras there are on you i mean yeah. it's unbelievable and we pull you know security camera footage stuff like that i mean i mean it's like it's amazing how much stuff is out there right yeah, that's wild but yeah i mean you just gotta realize i mean if if, if you see it and I'm not, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. Eyewitness testimony, testimony is like the worst testimony in the world because people really don't see things that they see. But if it's damn obvious, you should stop and be a witness. You know what I mean? You should yeah. stop. So, so whatever someone can glean from your, mis, from your eyes misconception of what they just saw at least is helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah. For one, maybe, you know. Or maybe just taking the 10 seconds to stop to make sure that the douchebag doesn't literally hand a sheet of paper and say, Hey, can you fill this out? Like, just, I mean, I like to yeah. think of it. I mean, I saw a thing the other day um, with, with, when we were back talking about the black lives matter stuff and the lady was saying, you know, she was basically saying, I'll stop for your son. You know what I mean? And, and she was, she was a white lady saying, if she sees a black person pulled over, she's going to pull over and she's going to she's going to be there for them, which is a yeah. great thing. That's amazing. It's yeah. the same thing with car wrecks, man. These, um, I know America is completely divisive right now, but man, be there for this person's wife or little girl or son or mother or father. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's not same thing we say to people when they not about not running over bicyclists. It, that ten minutes is not going to kill you. You know what I mean? It's like, just slow down and think, you know, what's the next right thing to do here and, and do it, you know, yeah. be responsible. I mean, I, that's as big a Patriot act as, um, you know, wearing a mask is, I mean, being there for your fellow countrymen. Right. So, yeah. I mean, do it. I mean, it's, it's, you don't know, you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Shit. Sure. It might be some Saudi prince's freaking nephew and, all of a sudden you're in the money you know what i mean yeah <laughs> you might no. be that lucky day for you not that i not that you know i'm all for the saudis or anything i'm just making a point you know what yeah, i mean yeah. no that, that <laughs> like that actually reminds me of the time that i was on an airplane once and that guy uh had a heart attack it was a red-eye flight and uh guy had a heart attack they're doing cpr they're like i think he had a heart attack i'm, I'm just assuming but uh the dude the dude's laying there everybody's doing cpr I was in CPR class at the time in college and I was flying home from a bike race. And I remember in my class that when CPR is commenced and you are CPR, CPR certified, you have to go, Hey, like 
do you need help? I could jump in with you, blah, 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 blah. I said, I asked and they were like, no, we're fine. I go back up. Lady comes running, freaking out. Like, we need you. I come back. I start doing it, doing whatever. And it's like a textbook almost, like a textbook question. You got the EMT there. You got an ex-police officer, Marine, um, you know, firefighter. Like there's a guy taking notes. They're running an IV that they've handmade and like syringe. And then you have the college <laughs> student who's in training and who has been certified, you know, and who was currently certified. And uh, anyways, we had to like emergency land, middle red eye flight. We're in Tennessee. They're having to get the body off. It's, it's a tight air, like, way and he's all the way at the back of the plane so they're carrying this body and you know he passes away um but it was good job it was crazy <laughs> well i i showed hey, I mean, up. i'll be honest with you how come you've never told me that story about the only i mean the only airplane stories i know about me and you is trying to get a decent dinner <laughs> oh yeah and then you have the dude reclined in your lap <laughs> <laughs> the guy in my lap <laughs> yeah. but uh but yeah so they they take this dude off the plane and I've honestly kind of blacked this out, man. It was kind of a traumatizing moment for me. It was a little, it was a little hard. I, I tried to act like a hard ass, but it was a little hard. Um, but the way people acted about once the guy, like we could have rolled that dude off the plane, I think, and kept flying and nobody would have said anything. Like maybe like 10 of us would have been like, did we really, did we, did we really just do that? Like people were like, I'm going to be late to my interview. I have a job <laughs> interview. And he's like suited up at like one in the morning. And I'm like, bro, I don't know what job you're interviewing for. But like, <laughs> really? Like, come on, man. And so like, this is happening. And like, honestly, I'm like, dude, you're probably going to get the job. Once you tell them the story of the craziness that just embarked on this flight, like chill out, you know, and it was and just maybe, maybe if you tell it with a little humility and empathy, yeah. they'll really like you. Other yeah. than the fact that I was almost, I was almost late because, you know, this guy died on my flight. It was <laughs> nuts. Like, it was up? nuts, man. And uh, yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of interesting to think about how like one person with that kind of negativity and that kind of attitude or the quote unquote recent phenomenons of these Karens that are coming out, um, how they can just flood the positivity. And, 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 and instantly make an America diverse, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it sucks, man. It sucks. But well, diversity is not bad. What are you talking about? No, you mean, no, I'm not you talking, mean like, divisive. Division. Yeah. Divisive. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Division. And, and it's, it, it's just like, it's like, man, that sucks. But in positive news. Well, you know, honestly, I say, look, I've, I've, I'm, I'm guilty of, <laughs> just I can't fight the good fight with some people anymore you know if you're gonna be um you know if you're gonna be a racist you're gonna be a sexist you're gonna you don't think democracy's good I can't have fights with you anymore on Facebook so I've been you know the bad guy who's getting rid of these people but um you know but I but I'm I'm always careful to say that it's not, I'm not trying to, to stop you from your voice. I'm just trying to stop you from having this hated, angry reaction. You know, I'm yeah. all there. I'm all there to have a discussion with you and see if I can enlighten you in some way. Not that I know everything, you know, cause I learn stuff every day, but yeah, but, I, but I know race, I know, I know there's such a thing as systemic racism. You know, I know that women don't get the same deal as men. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not blind to these things. I've woken up that much and I'll be happy to have a conversation with you about it. But when you get, to, it gets so personal insulting, it's like, boom, 
I'm not dealing with that anymore. You know, yeah. I mean, that type of divisiveness is not good. It's not good for me. It's not good for anybody. You know, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of, I guess, being a little divisive, you know, because like we say, if you don't, if you don't speak it out, then you're part of the problem, right? There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> it is an issue. But in positive news, Camilla Harris. Oh, happening. we do that. That is very positive, man. I mean, baby. I, look, I got to tell you that, and I'll be, you know, I was a big Bernie Sanders guy, you know, I mean, I, I'm yeah. look, I want, I'm just Medicare for all. That's my biggest thing, man. I just want everybody to have health care. Anybody who wants to argue with me about this, I say to you, get your gun and stand at the ER door and stop people who are in critical shape without insurance from going in. And if you're willing to do it, then at least you're, you know, you're good for, to your word, but I don't know anybody who's taken that challenge up yet. And I sit but, and I'm, I'm across the street God from the hospital trust, here. You know, okay. I, I'm across the street from the hospital hills here so I can watch you. I'll yeah. just go in there and keep them out. I mean, so that was my thing, but I mean, I've, I've come to the, to the conclusion that I can deal with, you know, some progress instead of none and that yeah. Donald Trump is a complete disaster and the worst thing that ever happened to this country. And so I always said, okay, man, I'll line up. That's just me, man. I lined up for Hillary. I'll line up for Joe. Right. Yeah. But this particular, you know, pick, you know, I'm re like I said, I'm real progressive, you know, and I really want to like Stacey Abrams, man. I did. I mean, I, look, the crazy thing is I see, well, isn't it, isn't it odd that he had to, he had, well, how would you feel if, if, if it was just a job that, and it had to have a certain sex and a certain, you know, race oh, to geez. fill it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what the fuck? That's been the presidency forever. Whatever vice president presidency until Barack Obama came around, which, yeah. you know, I mean, that was the criteria. So I don't even get that anyway. But yeah. with her, I like the fact that, she talks well. I do like that she, I mean, cause she's an attorney, so she's smart. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying all attorneys are smart, but I mean, she's a smart attorney. Okay. And she speaks well. She, she, she is very good at navigating the argument, you know, and that is just, just listening to her. And even Joe, he's all of a sudden become a lot more lucid these days. I mean, to speak, it's like, man, it's just so great. And you know, and I was thinking to myself, man, how many little girls, woke up i mean little indian girls little little black girls you know little girls woke up and thought and, and had a new feeling about how their importance in the world when 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 so, when somebody makes uh, a decision like that and it was important at this time you know in our history i mean i do believe this is like an election for the soul of america and women are are good lord they are the soul of america you know yeah. the black people are the soul of america i mean it, that's what this place is about. Immigrants, the soul of America. I mean, who could be more perfect person? A mother from India, a father from Jamaica. Holy crap. Born in Oakland in the civil yeah. rights. I mean, what perfect, you know? So yeah, yeah I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I really, I'm, I do it, 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 you know, and you know what the crazy thing about it was, I will back up here and say the thing that irritates the shit out of me about it is the minute they say it, all of a sudden we got birtherism again. Like, mm -hmm. like this person doesn't have a right to be in the Anytime anybody who's not white is close to the White House, they don't have a right to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is completely disturbing in every single way because, I mean, I'm, I'm much further removed. I'm sure that my great-great-grandparents are much further removed from America than 
Jamaica and India, probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, just the fact that her father's from Jamaica is like she's well, he's from a lot closer than you know my people were from. You know, but it's just amazing that that that's the thing that comes up. I mean, it's so freaking racist and sad. You know, yeah. but I'm keeping my hope out. Well, I'm keeping my right now. I kind of feel defeated though, because I almost feel like I need to buy a postal truck and go out and deliver everybody's fucking ballot. You know, <laughs> or because I mean, honestly, I I mean, I don't think. It, look, there is no way on God's green earth that um, that Donald Trump wins a fair election. I mean, nobody. There's just no way. I mean, he just doesn't have enough people that are that sick to vote for him. He knows it. the the whole Republican Party is the minority party now, and they know the only way they're going to win things. And, and, and this country's not going to progress as if they dilute the vote they, and, 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 and disenfranchise well, that Americans. Was a, that was a big thing with just my wife. My wife's a teacher, and it was like, if, if the teachers don't go back to school, I'm going to pull funding, is you know, Trump's quote. And then within a couple of weeks, he's then saying, yo, it is not safe for us to be going in to be voting. We should put off the, the polling and the election for another couple months and i'm thinking to myself like yo you're saying it's not it's not safe for us to go in to vote but it's safe enough for my wife to go teach a ton of kids um well dude he's the he's the he's the hypocrite in chief i mean you know people like to people like to say hey he's got some faults he doesn't have some faults he has all of the faults he he's the most he's the most disturbing fault filled human being in the world. And that's his MO man. I mean, we we knew what, hold on, man. We knew this, right? Yeah. He, he blackmailed, you know, he, he, Russia helped him. He had a problem with everybody who said that he had, you know, the minute they let him off the hook, what'd he do? He tries to blackmail Ukraine. The governors, the first thing that happens in this, in this, uh, pandemic they need help what's he say if you're not nice enough to me i'm not going to give you that i mean that is what he does to you don't open the schools i'm not going to give you the money you don't we have mail-in voting i'm not going to give you the money i'm not going to do it i'm going to make sure that every veterans may stupid prescription in the in every red state in the world which is another thing that's disturbing prescription is late which can be deadly okay and these are the people that supposedly support him they just don't seem to understand that but i mean i'm gonna blackmail everyone if i don't get my way you've got the cheater in chief man i mean and so i don't know if it's gonna be fair or not i mean but it just didn't seem i mean i want to say to everybody who supports this fucking asshole is that how you're going to raise your kids to, to cheat to steal to c- cut every damn corner or are you going to say like your grandparents and like you like to say to you know black and brown people all over the place you're going to work hard and get what you deserve you know what i mean huh you know what's the, what's the deal what are you going to do i mean because i know for one thing I'd be really just, it's hard for me to, to, I would never tell my son, cheat, let's cheat this thing, you know, let's cheat no matter what, let's get it. Cause that's no, yeah. there's no vic, there's no, there's no thing, there's nothing gained in that. You cheat in a bike race. Do you feel good at the end of it? Yeah. I mean, if you're this asshole who's doping, you know, 
you don't feel good at the end. I mean, look, I love Lance Armstrong. You know, he was the doper in chief back in the day. But, you know, I love him for everything he did to me. He got me off the couch. I was a fat piece of crap. But, you know, the bottom line is I bet you 10 bucks when he sits back and looks at it, he don't real feel real great about all that stuff. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? No I mean, I mean, now, in his, in his defense, they couldn't even give the damn – they couldn't even give the title away to nobody because the first 15, 20 people were dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that was the thing. I guess if everybody was dope and he really wasn't cheating, but that's a debatable type thing. But I'm just saying, is that really what you want to tell your you, – you're going to have some kids one day, right? You're going to tell yeah, them, hey, hopefully. cheat, 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 lie, cheat, and lie, and cheat, and lie, and, 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 and just get ahead because that's what well, matters. It's just nuts to me that a reality TV star was voted in – to office and literally he's doing exactly what he did on reality tv he's yeah nobody cares yeah that's what that's what's amazing to me uh, and everybody thinks he's the smartest great like best thing that is happening making america great and it's like dude america's disturbed disturbingly you know the thing Uh, that disturbs me the most about it is i don't our forefathers knew that democracy was 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 something that is is fragile but i don't think they had any idea that two men, one elected president, okay, with by not the popular vote, by not the majority, okay, and one running the Senate could bring fascism upon us. Because that's basically what you got. I mean, everybody's raising hell, hell about it, but you got, a, you got a body called the Senate in which you can't move a piece of legislation and else the head of it says you can I'll guarantee you there's punch there's a bunch of they don't they're not talking up right now, but there's a bunch of Republicans in the Senate who would need who love to give their constituents some money to eat. You know, they'd love to go back home and say, Hey, we we worked on this bill for you, but they can't, you know? And it's just that's they're God, let's all keep our fingers crossed that this goes away. Cause, but I don't think it's going easy, but but it goes away, and that one once it goes away, that the people that take power put some things in place so this doesn't happen again. Okay. I mean, yeah. um, it's, it's just like gerrymandering in North Carolina. Everybody wants to say, well, the Democrats did it 30 years ago. So that's why the Republicans did it. And that's why nobody has a voice in our, in our state government. But you know, everybody, everybody's not doing it now. Everybody's realizing that's not the thing. The Democrats that are there now are, are understanding that if they get control, you know, that's not the thing to do. They need to give it to an independent, you know, body and actually do it fairly, right? Yeah. And they need to do it because the, I don't know, more disturbing than all this, this last three years in which my hair's turned white. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm more, that's a, that's a bummer about actually paying attention in school. All of a sudden you're, um, you know, you're thinking about this stuff. You know, I wish I was a moron and didn't pay any attention and didn't watch the news at night. You know what I mean? I wish I cared more about football, though I do care a lot about football. My son was set to be the starting middle linebacker and he worked his ass off for it. And now these dumbasses who wouldn't wear a mask have canceled football along with everything else. Although it's not yeah. a big problem. I mean, I have to put that in its proper perspective. There's people that can't eat. But, you know, well, the kid worked his ass off. And that's the thing. It's like, I was actually, I don't know who I was talking to about this, but I was just like, you know, I, I don't think I'm really like, I think this whole coronavirus thing has been great. It's been like, it's been a great reset. But like, then I started to think about it. It's like graduation, 
prom, like first year of college, all that shit will never be the same. Like they'll never experience what I got to experience that I took for granted and I never really realized it. And so, yeah, it is, it is super sad. Yeah. There are people out there who can't pay their bills. Can't pay, can't eat, can't, you know, and I mean, there's other, there's literally other countries that are getting monthly stipends, the coronavirus stipends. And we got, yeah, I mean, and, and, and people just aren't real. I mean, I, I, look, I took my, I had to take my car to get it serviced yesterday morning. And yeah, I go to this dealership and there's all these pretty cars. I was farting around with my say, I mean, I got the same, I'll buy a car from my salesman forever. All right. Cause I love them. I even want to make a little money. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm just extremely loyal to him. And if he moves to another, I won't change brands of cars I buy unless he moves to another brand. And I won't yeah. even throw that out there for anybody. But the <laughs> point, the the point is I go in there, I'm looking around at all these nice cars and he's like, man, I can get this car, the same payment as this car and whatever. And I'm like, you know, you talk about my car that I have there. He's talking about my wife's car. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh yeah, same payment. Da, 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 this car is beautiful, man. It does all these cool stuff. But it, but it's, it's like dawns in my head that like, it's like, wait, what the hell are you even thinking, man? Your wife yeah. drives your car three miles a week. You know, it's perfectly nice. And I got about three more payments on it, you know? And after that, <laughs> after that, I can move that money to, to, to other things to help, maybe to help people. Maybe all these dogs I post on my, you know, Facebook thread that need help, I can send them some money to these rescue centers or something. And yeah. maybe I can, you know, get more involved in politics and, and rent a damn fan to go around and take people to polling places or something. But I mean, that, that it's really crazy that the way this is affected your thought pattern and stuff. Cause I would have never thought anything about it. Like, hell, I'm always going to have a car payment. What the hell it's upgrade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Surprise the wife. Yeah. Although I'll tell you, listen, just for everybody listening, never buy your wife a car for an occasion. Okay. <laughs> because your wife already has a car. Okay. And you know, she needs a new car anyway, if you're going to get her a new car and and this goes for husbands too. If you're the wife buying a husband's car, buy them something nice for them. Not that they already have and that you're going to buy for them anyway. <laughs> don't, don't sub in the car you were going to buy next month for on a holiday. Yeah. Never. Yeah. That, that never works out. I promise you there, there's some, just some a colloquialism or a, just a little advice, yeah. you know, if, <laughs> to go along with the many other things we've talked about today, there's, you have a little advice <laughs> for uh, marital bliss. Yeah. Well, there you that, go. There, that shit you see, hey, that shit you see on TV every Christmas. It's not all that damn exciting. Yeah, yeah. They're just thinking shit. I was going to get a car anyway. Where's the other good stuff? <laughs> you know, I mean, well, all right. We're coming up on time and uh, to close out the podcast, um, just to summarize, you know, we chatted a little bit about, you know, what is Levine Law Group, what, what they do and what they dive into and how they can help you even at, you know, just help, like, just call them up. If you have questions on your insurance, call them up. If you have questions on a recent accident or something along those lines, um, they'll help it's, you. You can, if you call me up and tell me you saw me on this podcast, I'll probably talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're if you're listening and you just want to call and talk do it um yeah because the, the fact that you've made it this far in the podcast i'm really impressed hey and um, i'll tell you too look hold on just so you know 
I'm have a professional mic just like John does. <laughs> Although I'm not set up to view it. I need to I need to fix my camera. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, leave a review. If you want to leave your crazy polit- uh, political views in the bottom, you can too, because it seems like we've been talking political stuff the last few weeks or for well, the last two weeks. And remember, if you're well, not, just be positive. Hey, if you're, just be nice. If you're not speaking up, you're part of the problem. Part of the problem, right? man. Just speak out. Just speak out. And uh, yeah, there's crazy things going on in the world. We love you all. And uh, thank you. Peace.